Welcome to T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. Your host is Jose Negron. We take the guesswork out of technological jargon so that you know what's next, why it's great or not so great, and how you can benefit from it by learning about it early. Now, here is Jose Negron. Welcome, everybody. This is your host, Jose Negron, on voiceamerica.com on the Variety Channel hosting the leading technology show, T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or noon East Coast time. Uh, please, uh, to listen to our show, uh, go to your local voiceamerica.com, the Variety Channel. Uh, we usually you can pick us up on Mondays and Tuesdays. Uh, once again, uh, I'd like to thank our audience. Without our audience, we'd, we'd, we would not be successful, and especially our international audience. I'm totally amazed how many countries actually listen to us. The key to our success is real simple. We're trying to discuss from a techie perspective uh, conversations on products uh, that scientists, engineers, innovators develop uh, and discuss them with the non-techies. And we make it a casual conversation. Uh, We like to just discuss uh, future technology and how that technology really improves our lives and further our specific lifestyle, whether you are an experimenter, an innovator, or you just like different things. And we've covered... uh, the gamut from, uh, you know, from uh, cybersecurity, smart homes, robotics, uh, space, uh, uh, you name the topic, we've covered it, medicine, medical robotics. Even last week, we had the uh, opportunity to talk about uh, technology forecast for 2020. We went over a lot of technology and specifically on the robotic side. So today, the topic today is, it got me wondering because I started looking at technology curiosity. Why do people develop these products, gadgets? What what inspires them? So, what do we know about technology curiosity? And I'm I, I want to learn a little bit more. Uh, of course, to me, uh, technology curiosity is the is the lifeblood of the innovator, the scientist, and the engineer. That curiosity is what is what motivates him to uh, uh, to develop the new product, to challenge the. Uh, the present norm to to develop the idea to move forward when everybody else tells them that's a silly idea. So on today's show, I'd like to introduce uh, and and discuss uh, you know the discoveries of science, engineering, and more importantly, the products or ideas that help make our lifestyle more comfortable and easier due to individual curiosity. But first, let me uh, welcome my guests. Uh, we had opportunity to talk to Hawk. Uh, last week, and I've decided uh, that, hey, we had a good conversation there. In fact, the, first, the hour went so, so fast that I decided, hey, Hawks, and he had the time, uh, would you mind being my guest again? Hawks Abbott is a space strategist. He's an amazing thinker of the future, uh, always at the forefront of discussing space strategy, space frontier, and current issues on the establishment of space force, space commercialization, and therefore, I've asked Hawks to help me talk about uh, uh, you know, technology curiosity. Uh, what do we know about it? Uh, Hawks, welcome to the show. Thank you much. Glad to be here. 
All right, let's kick this off. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting more than anything else, but, uh, you know, uh, to keep our audience uh, involved, let me just backtrack a little bit. If you want to get a hold of us, please call us at 866-472-5788 or email me at todaytomorrowstechnologies at gmail.com. Uh, Hawks is here to help me discuss technology curiosity. What do we know? So I'm going to throw the first question out. Uh, why curiosity is so important to innovators, engineers, and developers of just new products and ideas, Hawks, from your background in in the scientific community and your ability to reach out from a strategist, what what causes curiosity to be so important? It's it's the imagination of the human being looking at something new and different. Uh, uh, and a good example would be like Lewis and Clark uh, traveling from uh, St. Louis, Missouri, all the way to the Pacific Ocean. Uh, they saw new plants, new animals that nobody on the East Coast was familiar with. And that changed America. That sense of curiosity made a new world to everybody reading newspapers on the East Coast. Uh, The same thing happened uh, during the uh, late 50s, early 60s when we went to space. Uh, And the accompanying technologies that supported that curiosity was, for example, propulsion systems for rockets, uh, uh, flight and avionics, uh, communications control, all the different things that we learned how to do to support that curiosity. Yeah, there's a lot of discussion on why curiosity is uh, really so important for uh, the innovators and just business growth. I mean, uh, really, when you think about Silicon Valley and the, and the different uh, work atmosphere that they have there, it gets back to uh, people asking questions and challenging the established assumptions and the way the thinking uh, of and striving towards uh, a new learning uh, mechanism, uh, a new process, and they just try to move forward eh? uh, and and they believe in themselves in fact uh, just uh, I'll comment on a couple things and then uh, you can make your comments there you know we uh, Facebook was created because people didn't accept the status quo as far as what could be achieved through the internet as far as person to person communication and, you know we got the uh, transportation industry with Uber and Lyft a change in the way uh, we we uh, go after cars I mean I look at that and I've, I've used uh, Uber extensively, you know, uh, that is an interesting uh, dynamics in transportation and especially in large cities as you're trying to get along. And in Amazon, it it isn't just successful. It's a a business that it's a titan in its way because it keeps asking the hard question, how do I bring products uh, to the customer? And then I have a little quote here that I read, you know, Eric Schmidt uh, from uh, CEO of Google said, we run this company on questions and not answers. And and that's really critical. The people who are curious are the ones that 
tend to get ahead because they're always trying to uh, search for a new way of doing business. I remember even my flying days, my folks used to hate flying with me because I would take a good plane and start pulling circuit breakers and, and, and coming up with malfunctions. And they would say, why are you doing this? And I said, well, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to understand why do we do it, A, B, C. I want to see if we can go to A to C and, and maybe to D a lot faster. So to me, that was a, I don't know, that's just something how I'm wired more than anything else. Uh, but the director of general uh, uh, of BBC, the general management there says, uh, what is what is one thing I could do to make uh, things better for you? He comes into his office. He comes into a staff meeting. He's always asking the question, what is the one thing I can do for you uh, to make things better for you? So he's always searching for the why a- answers and how to make his product more efficient. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, Hawks, uh, any comments on these quotes and, and why these companies have progressed so rapidly in our world? Oh, absolutely. Probably the most uh, stupendous change in the last 25 years is the level of communications and knowledge input. Look what's happened since uh, 1990 to the Internet and the exponential growth of what information is available on the Internet. And that is a communications industry that has exploded It started out in national labs where they wanted to communicate vast amounts of data back and forth between the labs to help with research. Well, now we use the Internet for everything we can possibly imagine, Uh, you know, like Facebook or uh, any of these social uh, social engineering companies that exchange ideas between specific uh, groups people communicating new and different ideas. Uh, The human systems integration piece is coming forward out of the medical community and the engineering community right now. Um, Like we talked about last week, the molding of human interfaces with uh, robotic and chips to help the human being do better things both in mobility as well as uh, uh, storage receptacles for information and how to retrieve that information. All of that has exploded since basically 1990 when the communications community uh, and industry made the Internet a communicative uh, information flow back and forth that went from, uh, you know, basically... Uh, you know, where we had to dial up on uh, telephone lines, and now today we're looking at Gen 5 communication. Yeah, and I, let me just go over some, uh, I guess, uh, simple characteristics of uh, curiosity and and asking the why question because it's it's really important. Uh, I run into this all the time in my present work, uh, just running into folks who are – 
to me, do not seem curious, and I've always wondered, why are they not curious? You have a problem here. You have a challenge here. You're being defeated. I mean, you're knocking your head against the wall. Should you not change the course of action that you're taking? Anyway, here, I'll just share with you some of the leading characteristics that I've explored. You know, it always says lead by example, and that's the reason these uh, key industries are uh, run by uh, – the folks at the BBC, uh, the director general, uh, Eric Schmidt, uh, you know, the Facebook uh, founder, you got to ask questions. What can I make my, how can I make my product better? Why, why do we need to make the product better? What, what is it that I can do to make your particular lifestyle? And that's what they do in Silicon Valley. I mean, this, this ability to not get into this group think and you really use and ask questions and, and, and use hypotheticals to solve the problem set. And, and more importantly, they reward curiosity and learning. And, and they're emph- emph- uh, empathetic, uh, more than anything else, a big word there. Uh, they are, they're always questioning, you know, what is the employee looking for, the customer looking for, the stakeholder, the other uh, investors? Uh, what do they need out of my business, product, brand, and marketing strategies? What is it that I can do to improve uh, the consequences? So these are just five key characteristics that most people, I, I, I don't know, I just take it for granted that we know this, but uh, I'm, I'm always shocked at uh, some of the folks I work with. Sometimes they just forget. I, I feel like I have to bring out management 101 or technology exploration uh, 101 just for them to understand. Uh, it's kind of interesting, but uh, it, it's just something that we continue to do. Let me turn the question to you, Hawks. I mean, you know, one of the goals is to get back in space and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that and and you know for uh, for us to return astronauts to space has been a long long time coming and of course uh, within four years we're trying to get out to the moon and then eventually out uh, the second part is to get out to Mars and you know I mean we're trying to get uh astronauts to land on the moon by 2024 i mean that's that's in four years there's a lot of key development as we talked about uh, the technical challenges of space and i and i want to hold off uh, uh the answers to most of the space questions when we develop uh, our space show because in, in the next two weeks I, I do want to uh re-attack space and and the travel to the moon and the travel to mars and what's going to take to really travel in outer space but uh to answer the question question of the curiosity of why why go to the moon and why go to the Mars is so important to us as a, a humanity and as humans as we exchange the uh, ideas and we explore space. Uh, any comments on that, uh, Hawks? No, I, I think one of the astronauts, uh, if I remember correctly, Gene Cernan, uh, made a comment on some radio show about his uh, he, he being the last man on the moon. And uh, <laughs> his comment was, because it's there, I want to know what uh, the, over the next uh, crater looks like. I want to pick up the, the, uh, the piece of rock that nobody else has ever seen because it came from somewhere else in the solar system. Um, it's that inherent sense of uh, exploration and knowing what's just over that next hill. 
And what are the things that are supporting that right now are, are massive amounts of uh, uh, communication and uh, telemetry coming back. You know, most people don't understand how successful Apollo was because of the information flow between the moon and the surface of the Earth that helped those astronauts do things at the right time and the right place because the telemetry was providing data back to the Earth and there was a team on the ground of basically 400 people every time a mission went up supporting them in, in all facets of uh, going to the moon, communicating, and coming back. Well, and not only that, I'm thinking as you're talking about Apollo, you know, how many years has gone by and yet communication standards and the ability of the new chip and the mobility of communication has advanced. So I'm really looking forward to uh, uh, the external hardware, software, and uh, the other products that will make up that communication gear uh, going into space. We've got about two minutes left, uh, Hawks. Uh, I'll give you a minute to tell me uh, some uh, a couple of other stories uh, that you want to bring out, and I'll take a minute to just wrap up this segment as we move to the next segment. Well, of course, one of the things that I mentioned last week was uh, from an old friend of mine, uh, Dr. Brandenburg, about uh, what's going on in, in, in physics and the discovery of new X-17 particle, subatomic particle, that is possibly the carrier of a fifth force. And we mentioned uh, radiation, weak force, like uh, your watch uh, dial has that luminosity at night so you can read your watch. And then gravity and electromagnetism and strong nuclear uh, force, which is like a, a, a fission, a fusion event. Um, to, to discover a new subatomic particle that may be a fifth force, and understanding that will change so many of our scientific endeavors because there will be a new understanding for uh, uh, black matter and black uh, uh, energy that we still don't understand that's going on, uh, the hidden matter in our universe and uh, so on is just one of those things that we just have to solve. And the curiosity is there, and they're doing the research trying to figure that out. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. folks, we're talking to uh, my guest here is uh, Bruce Abbott, Hawks Abbott, a space strategist, an amazing thinker of the future, always at the forefront of discussing uh, space strategy. And we're, the topic today is technology curiosity. What do we do? Or what do we know about uh, curiosity and, the and why curiosity, uh, curiosity is so important for new development of technology and, and really the engine of business? So in our next segment, I'd like to come back and talk about the uh, uh, future businesses in uh, 2020 uh, and 2030, uh, some of the businesses that you will find just continuing to increase and expand explode as uh, uh, their particular founders and innovators, engineers, and um, scientists continue to exploit uh, that capability. We'll be right back.
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com listening to today tomorrow's technologies to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to today tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com now back to our show Welcome back, folks. This is Jose Negron, your host. We've been talking to my guest, Bruce Abbott. Uh, Bruce Hawks Abbott is a former Navy aviator, worked at NASA as a strategic thinker, and we've been talking about uh, technology, uh, specifically curiosity, and what do we know about curiosity? What makes curiosity so important in the development of new products, new gadgets, new ideas, new processes? And we've been talking about uh, a little bit about uh, uh, you know just space, uh, some of the characteristics of uh, curiosity. Uh, what some of the leaders in the current businesses, from Facebook to Lyft to BBC and and Google, have talked about the need for curiosity. So that all that's important. Now I'd like to shift a little bit and talk about why these companies, uh, future businesses, will continue to explode because people are curious. In, that, in their development, and why? Why those companies? And uh, as I said, there's a uh, you can Google it. Top 55 future business ideas for 2020 to 2030. Uh, article came out uh, January 26, 2020. Um, th- there was a lot of discussion on that. But let me just hit the top five, and then I'll just pick and choose some of the rest of them. But it's kind of, uh, I mean, we've talked a little bit about this. Uh, uh, of course, uh, the lead generation of small businesses. 
uh, for uh, folks, it, it is a small business that leads this country in the employment, and we need to continue to support our small businesses. So, uh, the, you know, this is a, a critical uh, topic. Space tourism is picking up, boat and helicopter tourism, uh, robotics, co working in space, fitness tests. Amazon, online medical, uh, chatbots is coming on, uh, photography, uh, food trucks are coming, and of course, uh, your uh, car sharing business, and drones, and and your uh, box subscription services that are coming, and electrical cars. So I just ran down the top 15. I know I added an extra 10 there, but I just... You know, couldn't stop, and there's a uh, um, another uh, thirty to go, forty to go. So um, let me just turn it over to Hawks a little bit. Hawks, as I mentioned, the top fifteen. You know, we we did have robotics, we did have space tourism, we did have uh, you know drones uh, and medical supplies and and electrical cars and and things that we've talked about. So what surprises you that these are the future businesses for 2020 to 2030? I think what challenges is most is back to uh, uh, the different technologies that have supported um, the curiosity of going over the the next rise, going to the moon and so on and into the solar system has been supported by communications, navigation, uh, ideas uh, on, on how to transport the information from one location to another. And we have done that exceedingly well. Look at what has happened with uh, film cameras switching over to digital cameras uh, in the last 20 years. Yeah. Now yeah. we take pictures all the time and send them back and forth. It was unheard of 25 years ago. Yeah. When uh, I, I started the electronic steel camera project uh, to fly on shuttle back in the 90s, it changed the perceptions of how even shuttle astronauts did business. Uh, and uh, SDS-49, under the command of Brandenstein and uh, Chilton, uh, with uh, the crew that was supposed to pull in a satellite to put a new kick motor on it, they used the camera, the electronic steel camera that we developed, to uh, take pictures of um, what they thought they could do after they tried to get a hold of the satellite and were non-successful of it, they took pictures of how they could bring it into the payload bay and have three astronauts out in the payload bay for the first time ever to hand grab a satellite and pull it back into the payload bay and put the new kick motor on. It changed wow. how we did business. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and. And the other point that I want to put here is that we've, the human health and habitation systems for human beings to change our condition. How can we live longer with better healthy lives? Those kinds of things are coming forward in that, if you'll remember in the movie series, the Terminator series with Arnold Schwarzenegger, they ultimately it was a robot that that came from the future to save human beings, and later on it was a liquid metal robot that could change its form in an instant and and his shape and everything. If you don't think that isn't possible down the road, think again. 
Yeah, so I'm looking at uh, you know the next ten or twenty uh, technologies and businesses that are going to be growing in the next uh, ten to twenty years. Uh, the the ability to use DNA analysis to support uh, what you just talked about is uh, better health, better lifestyle, better everything. Prosthetics, uh, you know, uh, uh, stem cell th- uh, therapy research. Uh, so all those three are strictly in the medical community. Two of them that uh, I'm looking at. At is more in the exploration and the and and the banking. Uh, you know, the crypto banking is coming. I, I can see us um, uh, having a um, a credit card or a watch right now, the Apple Watch, where you, you most of your crypto is going to be. You know, you're carrying your bank with you on your wrist. The other one is the asteroid mining, or what we talk about, uh, space mining. Uh, those things are are getting to uh, explode and. And, and continue on, and I will talk a little bit more about uh, uh, space mining in the future. Uh, but it is something that we have uh, a topic that we really need to concentrate on, and and we really need to spend a little bit more time. Is I always I always said that you know energy is critical for uh, for our survival, uh, whether that's. Uh, you know, right now it's fossil fuel, nuclear energy, wind, solar. Uh, energy is critical. The next major thing is is water, and I think water is going to be a, a critical item in the future that we need to be paying attention about, and especially freshwater. And the last thing is food. You know, just our current uh, uh, delivery system and processing system, and the growth agricultural mechanism of uh, growing our our food uh, from. Uh, let, I'm going to say just growing healthy foods because you can get into the debate between the uh, nutritionists who keep telling me that, you know, egg is bad, bacon's bad, but, you know, uh, the real real critical thing is uh, balance. You got to balance your food and you got to eat right as well. So all these businesses are coming up, uh, um, they're growing, and I'm kind of impressed by them. Uh, Just from a product standpoint, you know, I, I talked about the uh, the uh, Vegas uh, Consumer Electronics Show, we talked a little bit about some of the key items that people are looking at and researching and buying. And really, it's TVs, it's laptops, it's phones, it's wearables like Fitbits, and of course, the gaming. So those are the top uh, uh, five items that people were really looking at at the uh, uh, you know Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas this past year. So uh, all those new products and gadgets are coming and uh, you know I think Samsung came back out with the flip phone uh, you know and then of course uh, the lithium battery issue uh, so that we can uh, not only create the energy but uh, can store the the energy and that's really a critical and especially for wind and solar is that storage of power when can I use that uh, so uh, any uh, I am I'm a big fan on trying to take a look at uh, nuclear power again uh, nuclear recycling I think that's a that's a art and a science that uh, the U.S. needs to get back into. Uh, the The world did not stop because uh, uh, the lack of uh, recycling or use of nuclear power uh, since 1977. Jimmy Carter stopped the uh, you know the use of nuclear power. Uh, the last bit uh, of uh, nuclear power is being reduced in California, but you know you got countries like France, you got uh, UK, you have India. Uh, all those countries. I mean, there's 50 
55 power plants coming up, nuclear power plants coming up in China. So the world is is uh, moving along, and the United States needs to get back into it from a technology perspective. Any comments on that, Hawks? Well, if we could uh, uh, take Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 and put new atomic piles on them, uh, as they go in, uh, they pass through the heliopause and outside the solar system, we would do that because those two assets are still flying at somewhere between 26 and 30,000 miles per hour. And we would love to retrofit them with new energy packages so they could keep reporting as they went further out. Uh, those uh, uh, small atomic piles made uh, made those two spacecraft completely successful uh, beyond our even our uh, greatest aspirations, and it's wonderful that they've <coughs> excuse me gone past our solar system. And yep, yep, yep. That's what we need in the future. Is hey, if there is this fifth energy. Uh, out there to take advantage of. Maybe we could do without batteries and some uh, subatomic capability would come forward where we could gain energy from just around us and and move forward. Uh, Wouldn't that be incredible? That way we could attain speeds that would eventually leave the solar system and go further out into uh, the Milky Way. Yeah, that's perfect. Well, listen, I'm I'm just going to go uh, give you a list of companies that you need to look at. Uh, they're impacting our future. Some of these companies uh, are uh, well-established companies, uh, and they've kind of hit a bump, but they're resurging again with new technologies and new business models and, and new processes. So let me just read this. Oracle Corporation, Align Technology, Walt Disney, Discovery, CenturyLink. PayPal, Gap, uh, uh, Chipotle, Xerox, Hologic, uh, all these companies are reinventing themselves, at least from my perspective. While they've been big companies, they're constantly reinventing themselves to put products out there so that the consumer can use them. And it's one of those leading companies that are always asking, what do I need? And, and trust me, some of these companies were uh, were going out of business if they didn't reinvent themselves and they were able to reinvent themselves here lately. So uh, uh, I give them uh, great credit for reestablishing technology curiosity uh, because it's that new product that brings in the new customers and it's the lifeblood of business. So today... Our, our topic today is technology curiosity. What do we know? Uh, how do we? How does a person really develop the curiosity? It, uh, we've talked a little bit about the five characteristics. You got to lead. You got to use uh, the. You got to lead with questions of why and and of course uh, also work with uh, other capabilities that you have at your disposal. Uh, hypotheticals are a good way to enter. Uh, don't don't fall into groupthink and and be uh, empathetic for those. In your particular uh, group, because you really need to understand the employee, the customer, the stakeholder, the investor. Uh, what is it the customer wants? And 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 most inventors. And trust me, I've been working with uh, some of the brightest, uh, what I call them. Uh, um, 
I don't know, uh, scientists and engineers, and and they're really focused on the science and engineers, and they're not so much uh, focusing on the marketing of the product because they're so consumed of developing the best product. But sooner or later, you got to say enough is enough. Let's let's go market that product, and that's always uh, the challenge. When when's the right time? But I love the scientists who always ask themselves or the inventor, or I always say even the guy in the garage because uh, the guy in the garage has an issue and he's going to challenge the, the norm and he's always asking why do I have to do it this way why can't I not do it another way and, and take the businesses we, t- we just talked about you know from uh, computers to data processing uh, to uh, entertainment uh, and talk about the way we do real estate sales uh, clothing I mean the big box stores are taking major hits here and how do they uh, recover I, I'll, I'll I am one who has used the internet more and more in in my shopping habits. I hardly ever go to a store. I look around a little bit, but I hardly ever go to a store. Most of my shopping is online now. So it's changed my behavior, my habit patterns. And so uh, the curiosity of learning what's out there is what intrigues me. I'm always interested in what's new out there, uh, what's being developed, how do we improve what we currently have. Hawks, uh, any uh, any changes in your habits uh, whether it's online shopping or the way you buy your groceries today oh completely uh, I'll, I'll give you one very quick example um, my uh, mother just passed away this last summer and my wife is out in Oregon and I'm here in Colorado and we exchange uh, um, mail by taking pictures of it and sending it to the other person. You know, it's a modality that has changed the way we do our thinking. Um, So that, you know, uh, I have to pay a bill here, and she pays one over uh, uh, in Oregon, and I instantaneously know it because uh, not only did I get a picture of the billing, but I I know that it was paid. Um, You know, those kinds of things... Uh, and the exchange of pictures, and in, for example, in intelligence, uh, when the Syrians were shooting uh, uh, SA-2s out of southern uh, Syria to the north, and a lady with a cell phone took a picture of it right after it uh, exploded on the ground, and it was uh, uh, in the Internet, or on the Internet, all within 30 seconds after the event happened. So yeah. the, the world and the exchange of information has changed completely. It's uh, interesting as you say that. I'll, I'll just do a quote from uh, Albert Einstein. I have no special talent. I'm only passionately curious. And that's what he says. Curiosity is the in- engine of innovation. It's the uh, en- engine for new business, new products. And it's really important for us to keep that in mind. Uh, we've got a minute left. Uh, the, pr- the show today is Technology Curiosity. What do we do about it? I've been uh, talking to Hawks Abbott, a former Navy aviator. Uh, he worked at NASA for many years, uh, a strategic thinker in, in space activities, and we've, we've been just covering uh, different businesses that are exploding uh, in, into, the, into the next 20, 30 years, and they, they're businesses that go from, uh, you know, just uh, total uh, space, from space to uh, robotics to uh, 
to just the way we buy things uh, and uh, the way our food is grown and shared and and so forth. And of course, medicine, uh, the entire medical community is changing in front of us. But what's really important is uh, we really need to cultivate, uh, to be curious and to uh, create a a, an atmosphere uh, is you just have to uh, just um, understand and cultivate uh, positive relationships. Uh, be ready to solve problems, and I guarantee you'll never get bored. Uh, my brother and I are two different characters. I can walk in a room and I see a hundred things to do. My brother walks in a room, and I swear to you, he walks out and says, "Well." It, it looks nice. I'm ready to leave. And so it's kind of interesting. I have to laugh every time. I use that example all the time. He probably tell, tells me that I'm, a, I'm lying about him. But uh, it is interesting. Curiosity is what's important here. And uh, we'll be right back. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Our show today is Technology Curiosity. What do we do uh, and what do we know? And we'll be right back for our third segment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We all know that today our country is in many ways run by vested interests which have accumulated large amounts of power for themselves and at our expense. But this can be changed by recognizing the problems and then by adopting libertarian solutions to address them. Tune into All Rise, the Libertarian Way with Judge Jim Gray. Judge Gray and his guests will discuss the problem areas of today and then present solutions that result in a better world for ourselves and our children. Tune in Fridays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to today, tomorrow's Technologies at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, folks. Uh, our show today is Technology Curiosity. What do we know? Uh, my guest today is Mr. Bruce Hawks Abbott, a former Navy aviator, uh, worked at NASA, a real strategic thinker on space activities and space challenges. 
We've been talking about curiosity, the engine of uh, innovation, and really the engine of business. And uh, we've gone over uh, several uh, technical trends as far as uh, companies that are coming, uh, are starting business, small businesses. Uh, There's about 55. I would suggest you go to the top 55 future business ideas for 2020-2030. They list a a host of, uh, from robotics to uh, general commercialization, uh, fitness, uh, uh, food industry. Uh, There's a whole slew of them. And from the the, uh, article I read, it's, uh, you know, you can make millions in it. Of course, uh, it's the popularity. It's just ability to take our DNA analysis, take uh, crypto, uh, take um, take a look at our uh, you know, uh, energy system, whether it's wind, solar, or nuclear. Take a look at our uh, our social media, the dating apps. Uh, you know, uh, I talked a little bit about the energy cycle. That's important. The, uh, the water is critical. And then, of course, the food. Those are the three critical items from my perspective that I learned many years ago. Uh, in this segment, I, I want to switch off a little bit. I talked about a little bit about the uh, Vegas Consumer Electronics Show. Talked a little bit about about some of the key products, but let me talk about some of the top 2020 uh, selling niches that there are out there. Uh, you know, there's uh, the travel accessories, the health and beauty products, smart watches, healthcare, skincare, hobbies and craft, or continuing to lead lampshades, mobile accessories, pet products, fine jewelry, and sleepwear. These are the trending niches for 2020 online uh, that you can find uh, these uh, uh, goods either. At AliExpress, DHS, or DH Gate, Amazon, eBay, Walmart. So everybody's competing in this market uh, so far with these new products. And, and when you take a look at these products, I, I'm always amazed. Where do they come up with these ideas? Where does this product come from? Why are you pushing this product? And it's really the the innovator, uh, the engineer, the scientist, just the person who's curious to change that particular lifestyle. Many of these products are invented. Because you know uh, the inventor itself had a had an I'm going to say a challenge, and he saw that there was a need, and that's what's really important. And that need ended up uh, making him curious: Why don't we have this product? And he ends up building the product himself. So our show today is technology curiosity. What do we know? Uh, my guest is Hawks Abbott. Uh, Hawks, let's talk about uh, you know some of the products that you have maybe purchased recently that surprised you. Uh, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, your, your wife and you being in two separate locations and you're taking uh, a picture and sending it on. Uh, there's always Facebook. There's always Zoom conferencing. There's email and texting. There's lots of ways to communicate. Uh, what are other ideas or uh, ways you uh, work uh, that's impacted both either the work or your personal habits at home? Oh, well, there's one. Uh, <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Uh, all my years of flying uh, reduced my hearing capability by about 30 or 40 percent. And so <clears throat> I finally went out and got a set of hearing aids. And uh, at that point, uh, I connected them into telephone lines and uh, uh, to a, a, a capability at, uh, for example, at church, when somebody's giving the sermon, it goes directly into my hearing aid, so I hear the minister 
for example, and I can do the same thing at conventions and uh, uh, so on where somebody is down front uh, speaking, I can tie into the the system that's in the auditorium uh, auditorially so I can hear everything that's being said. Ten years ago, that wasn't possible. Five years ago, it wasn't even possible, but we're doing it now. And it changes the way people see life. Right. And I've talked about, uh, you know, the ability to uh, communicate. I've talked a little bit about uh, the medical products that we have, the curiosity, uh, you know, telemedicine. That's so important because the difficulty to get into the doctor, to see a doctor or the doctor being available, all those things in the medical community has certainly helped out. And and it's the, uh, the ability to expand uh, uh, the particular product and uses. Uh, that's one thing I've always uh, been fascinated to me is that when an inventor uh, establishes his product, sometimes the user changes the way the product is used. And it's kind of interesting to me uh, because the inventor really wants to get the product out for a certain way. And, and the customer or the user ends up using it a different way, which is more valuable, more interesting, and it provides a greater expediency on the the product distribution. One thing I will say, and we've talked a little bit about that, uh, I call it the early adopters model. Uh, You know, we have these uh, innovators out there who are always looking for the latest, greatest gadgets. Uh, You know, to me, uh, Dick Ross, a good friend of mine, uh, another former uh, Navy aviator, he's always likes to uh, tinker around with new technologies. And then I kind of fall fall in between the innovator and the early adopter. I like to uh, test uh, the early, early products, early gadgets. And then, of course, the early majority where you find a lot of people buying and and then, of course, eventually you have the late uh, majority folks who finally give up and say, "Okay, uh, I can't find my old, uh, I can't find my old product, or I, the supply has run out, or they don't sell it anymore, they don't make it anymore." That's that's going on tremendously. So those are the late majority that have to move over because the circumstances they they see themselves in or fall into uh, dictate that they have to change their ways. And then, of course, there's always the laggers that uh, I'm going to keep using my my device, uh, even though it's 30 years old, I'm going to keep using it no matter what, and eventually I'll get a new one. And, and, and we fall into this trap more than anything else. And, and I understand that because we get uh, uh, human beings are comfortable we do not like to change. And therefore, you know, uh, change is something that's very difficult for us. And that's the reason uh, technology curiosity is so important in the development uh, of new products, the innovation of new products. The, uh, it is the, the lifeline uh, and a, a lifeblood of, of new uh, businesses and new businesses that we currently have gone over. So, uh, Hawks, uh, how much of your shopping is done going to the store versus online? Because I know uh, that that has changed for me tremendously. Uh, recently, I would say I'm slowly reaching equilibrium where I 50% of the time I uh, go down to the store and take a look. And the other 50% of the time, because I've done the investigation, I know what I want and I do it online. And I yeah. think more people are uh, coming to those kinds of modalities um, because I think we still like to look at, touch, feel, pick up, and hold something if we're going to purchase it. 
Um, uh, personally, in a personal sense, uh, people have been to that. And yet, uh, as you mentioned earlier, the clothing business has entirely changed in the last few years where people are buying a lot of personal things online, uh, clothing, you know, that type of thing. And certainly um, uh, needed items for the household, needed items for personal care and so on has shifted uh, dramatically to where uh, a lot of it is done online and delivered to your door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sit- I'm sitting here because my, my uh, I guess the way I do my shopping has changed from a clothing perspective is mostly online, but it's because I've already know the size, I already know the company, I already know the brand, and therefore I can do that. But before I order something new, I always like to check it out. Just like you said, just to just because the size changes are different. Um, you know, where even though we use a, a, a particular measurement. Uh, the, not all companies uh, use the same size measurement. That's what I'm finding out, and I think the ladies will v- validate that statement. The other thing is uh, electronics. A lot of the electronics uh, around uh, is ordered uh, 50-50. Uh, my neighbor orders all her food online because I see the truck come in and you know and deliver her uh, her groceries for uh, for the week or for uh, for the month, uh, depending on how many trucks and different varieties come in. So people are changing. The lifestyle is definitely changing. Uh, the folks in the, in, uh, in the metropolitan areas, uh, think about it. Our millennials are not, uh, they don't really care about a driver's license anymore. Uh, they are not interested in driving because they can take Lyft or they can take uh, Uber. They can take the uh, metro system. And so they're more comfortable. And the cost of uh, of um I guess garaging their particular vehicle is extreme in a large metropolitan area that for that cost, they might as well use Uber, Lyft, or the metro system. Or nowadays, uh, you know, you've got the scooters, the bikes, and other modes of tra- uh, of, uh, of transportation. Uh, uh, there is a way that you can, uh, j- you know, just rent a car for the four hours and move on without an extreme cost and uh, and those vehicles are parked all around the city so uh, the whole uh uh, idea is uh, is uh, from a technology perspective has changed our landscape. Uh, I kind of I'm kind of curious what my father and mother would say when I tell them about these stories about you know I'm renting a car and it's just down the block and I take it and then I just park it right there or park it somewhere else and as long as you park it in the in the designated uh, you know business parking you're okay. So. Uh, I, any comments on that as you go through your lifestyle and what's, what what has made you curious there, Hawks? Well, I'm, I'm very aware of the uh, uh, time management. Uh, you mentioned several things there about people who um, uh, have used different modalities for transportation and if you save uh, 20 minutes of driving down to the store and picking up something and having it delivered to you uh, uh, at almost the same uh, monetary expense, then why waste the time? Uh, I think people are becoming more um, smart about time management and wasting time because you want to be uh, productive, and then when you want to have leisure time, 
and to have more of it available to you. So I think that's an integral part to what's happening. Absolutely. Uh, folks, we've got about two minutes. Let me let me just uh, continue on. Uh, we've talked about uh, the, the topic today is technology curiosity. What do we know? And I talked about the characteristics. Lead by example by asking why. Have use of the hy- hypotheticals. Uh, don't fall into the group thinks. Uh, reward curiosity and learning. I always tell my folks we're going to learn and we're going to do it well. If you don't know it, let's go get a class. And then be empathetic. Uh, start thinking about what the other guy w- is thinking about. What's your employees' questions, the customers, the stakeholders, the invent- investors? Uh, start thinking about those type of questions that he would ask. And be curious. Uh, the whole uh, uh show is about curiosity, the ability to start thinking about a new way, a new lifestyle, uh, new patterns, uh, a better way of doing things. We talked a little bit about uh, the 55 uh, uh, future businesses, and we just, uh, you know, just did a smattering of these businesses, but uh, I I find it kind of interesting. Most of them, of course, uh, fall into the leading, you know, agriculture, medical, uh, transportation, energy, uh, entertainment. So these are major groups, that, and, and you pick what you you would like to see. I talked about the uh, uh, the consumer trade show, you know, TVs, uh, Fitbits, um, uh, other uh, products from the consumer uh, development uh, uh, show that was in uh, in Vegas. Uh, you know, smartphones are still uh, uh, critical. Wearables, gaming, uh, virtual reality is, is is increasing. So anyway, my uh, uh, this is your host, Jose Negron. Uh, uh, we're talking uh, at the T3 show today, Tomorrow's Technology, the leading tech show. Uh, Bruce uh, Hawks Abbott, a former aviator, has been my guest. I'd like to thank you, Hawks, for attending uh, and, uh, and having that discussion with me today. I would like to say thank you to D. Daniels, my executive producer, and, of course, uh, Alexander Loreno, my executive assistant. We've been talking about, uh, you know, the importance of technology curiosity. What do I know? And uh, I'd like to say in the next coming weeks, I'd like to invite Hawks back. We're going to talk about space and uh, the travel into space. Take care and have a good day. Thank you for listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. We hope you'll join your host, Jose Negron, for another exciting program next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week.